In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, welcome to another episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. So glad you're here. This episode, we're doing something a little unique, a little different. We're not featuring the traditional guest, we're actually featuring a real estate agent. And if you like this episode, if you like featuring top agents and talking about how we as loan officers can be more effective in attracting and converting real estate agents to referral partners, let me know. Email me, info at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com. Leave a comment, leave a rating review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher. If you're liking these, I want to know. So this week, my special guest is... Mike Bjorkman. Mike Bjorkman is a top producing mega agent up in the Santa Clarita area of California. And Mike is a super stud. He, in his career, has completed over 4,500 real estate transactions and currently manages over 350 residential properties. The guy's a super stud. Uh, he's now with HomeSmart and owns a couple brokerages with HomeSmart, but um, has achieved some serious uh, awards uh, in his career, top 1% in the nation. Um, he sells about 10 homes a month on average right now. He and his team, top five agents up in his area, top 10 at Remax when he was there, Platinum Club, Chairman's Club, Hall of Fame member. You know, we really, what we're unpacking here in this episode is how Mike's using celebrity branding to position himself as the go-to agent in his local area. And I think what you'll hear is some ideas, not only how you can position yourself in your local area as a mortgage loan originator and begin to build your brand, your presence, so you attract business to you, but you're also going to hear Mike firsthand some stories about how loan officers have prospected him over the years and his response to that and his advice for you prospecting agents today, what you shouldn't be doing and what you should be doing. So hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And without further ado, let's get into the show. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me, man. Hope you're having an awesome day. 
I certainly am. Thanks for making time. I know you're incredibly busy selling hundreds of homes a year. So uh, I wanted to bring you on today. We're, we're talking to two audiences, really, loan officers and real estate agents. And, you know, I, I came by way of you through another podcast I listened to, which was talking about, you know, how you've built a celebrity brand, basically, up in the Santa Clarita, Valencia, California area. And um, you, you certainly have, man. I did some Google searching on you. And, you know, you sell, you're selling about, what, 10 homes a month now? Is that, is that right? Yeah, we sell at least 10 homes a month, and uh, I own the HomeSmart brokerage in Valencia, Northridge, and Westlake. We have a couple hundred agents, and I also own a huge property management company called California Leasing, and uh, you know, I do a lot of coaching across the country with agents, and several other companies that I have are not related to the real estate industry, but they've also helped me with branding and uh, launching my name in different industries, so... Branding is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, so let's unpack that a little bit because you know some people hear branding and they they have all kinds of different things that come up with that, right? Some people think oh, it's big corporate stuff, it's too expensive. I, they don't know what it is. What's your definition of, in the context of real estate industry? How do you define um, you know what a brand is? Uh, I think a brand is how do you explain it? I, here's my goal in life: I don't ever want to meet somebody in my town, mention my name, and have them not say, "Oh, I never heard of you." So it's my goal all day long is when I say, hi, Mike Bjorkman, they go, oh, you're the real estate agent. And I say, yeah, I am. And that's that's kind of branding to me. And how I get to that level in many different ways is, um, you know, it's it's a path that you got to follow. Yep. My, my separate goal also that goes along with branding is to never um, go to the mall and not run into 25 people that I know or have people come up to me and recognize me mm. and, you know, say, hey, you're that realtor guy, huh? So not only is the name really important, Team Bjorkman is the name I use, but the actual face as well. So when I go to the mall, I'm either in a hat and dark glasses <laughs> or I'm in the mood to work and I'm in the mood to pick up listings while I'm in the mall. So it just depends. And uh, so branding to me is just creating a brand. You know, when you think of a brand, Pepsi, Chevron, Burger King, Mike Bjorkman, I want those all to be in the same mindset as our potential clients out there. And I know the, I know those names are really huge and they spend millions of dollars branding themselves, but I want my name to be, you know, just recognizable as any of those. Yeah. So, so for those realtors that are listening and loan officers as well, because I think that's a subject that I don't hear much about in the loan officer community that I tend to serve um, is the, the conversation around building your personal brand as a loan officer. And we're going to talk about in just a few moments how to build your personal brand in amongst your local real estate realtor community as, for you as loan officers. But what what does that do for you then when in the term in the context of let's say competition? I, I don't know if you still compete on listings or not, but um, how does that put you to the front of the table or make you the obvious only choice? Yeah, when I first started in the business and my brand started to become popular, uh, we did a lot of, you know, back. this was back in the days before the internet, but we did a lot of cold calling and I'd say, hi, this is Mike Bjorkman. And they go, oh yeah, I've heard of you. Oh yeah, you sell homes in my neighborhood. And um, that instills a lot of trust in somebody when, they, when it's a wide known, recognized name. Uh, when I was brand new in the business, I spent a ton of money advertising in the local newspapers things like that. So people could actually, you know, they, it built just a lot of trust. So when I do compete 
you know, they'd I'd say, who are you interviewing? Oh, Jane Smith. Oh, okay. Never heard of her, you know? And, <laughs> and, uh, and they'd be like, but gosh, your name's everywhere. You must sell a lot of houses. And I say, you know, experience counts. And, you know, do you want an agent that can market your home? You know, if your agent can't market themselves, how are they going to market your home? And they'd be like, yeah, that's really, that's really right. You know, and I've always used branding. I always put my listings with it because, uh, I can promote a huge brand of a name, but I also, you know, they want to know, like, and trust us. Right. And I right. hate that. I hate saying that because it's so cliche, but it's real in our business. Mm. And so everything I do, I go, is this going to help them get to know me, like me or trust me? So I've always put listings in proof is in the numbers, you know, that kind of attitude with my face, with my logo, uh, with everything I do. I want some aspect of know, like, and trust in my marketing at all times. Yeah, agree. So the type of branding you do, though, from what I've seen, isn't necessarily what a lot of other agents do. Maybe you did this early on, I don't know, which was like, you know, hey, a number one producer, you know, Centurion winner, right? All that stuff. Are you still doing because obviously you're you're a mega producer. Are you still tying that into your branding? Or are you doing s- different types of stuff? Yeah, no, I don't. I've never really um, put numbers like number one realtor number. I just never done that. I've never felt comfortable bragging that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know the clients. They they need to know those numbers and they when I get a big award I'll do it but in the last four or five years my brand's gotten way bigger but I've especially been careful not to do that because I have agents that work under me I don't want to take all the glory for the company I'm promoting my company more than I am my mm-hmm. my own sales now so it's interesting so so one of the things that I want all the listeners to write this down and adapt my motto my motto is I do things other agents can't or won't. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's the most important thing. So when you said I do things differently, you're right. A lot of it comes from the education. You know, if you look at the YouTube channel, we have a lot of educational stuff on there. Um, I promote the heck out of my listings online, social media, and I want them to know up. Oh, he's got another one. He's got another mm-hmm. one. He's got another one and and blow their minds that way. Um, but at the same time, I will throw in uh, institutional branding also that's very unique and very um, consumer, uh, what do you call it? I guess entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, they, there's always some sort of thing they have to figure out or they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. You know, it's just different. You know, most people put themselves on a bus bench and say, hey, I'm Mike Bjork when I'm the number one agent in Santa Clarita and the phone number. And that just doesn't work for me. So I try to think outside the box and again, more cliche stuff, but it's true. You know, I try to be different at all times. Oh, look at this. I've got a video playing right now. <laughs> All right. I was just went to your YouTube page and your video started rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's another thing, you know. Um, those videos, they have to come up and play. There's tons of people. If you look at that video that just came up on my YouTube channel, it maybe only has a couple thousand views, but those views, a lot of those people are actually researching me because all your branding and everything that's online out there is your resume. Yeah. So I have people call me up and say, hey, come over and sell my house. And I'll say, okay. And I'll pop up on my laptop and say, hey, let me give you a marketing presentation. They're like, I don't need that. I researched you. I watched your videos. I watched your YouTube channel. I've stalked you on social media. I have everything I need to know about you and you're the winner here. Sign. Where do I sign? That's a nice feeling to have. Yeah. Those are the uh, come list me's, right? Yeah. And and more and more I get those. And occasionally I'll compete with some of the other top agents out here. But when it comes to the marketing, um, I can usually blow them out of the water because it's just 
it's simple. I go, you know, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, here's the things I do to market. Has any other agent showed you that? And they just go, uh, no. Yeah. Well, what if one of those things is where your buyer would come from when it makes sense to list with me now? Yeah. Of course. And they sign. So that's, that's typically it. But, but I like branding also. I, I want to be, you know, the, the celebrity in town. Um, so I get super active in charity, uh, all the events I want to show my face at. We, we give about 20% of our income back to the community. Um, and so some outside of the community, obviously, but you know, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Right. And that's where the the people get to like you and um, get to know you a little bit more. So when you're helping so many others, and instead of bragging about your production, you're actually helping the community. Uh, people get to know that too, and they just, you know, they just can't help but to love you. Right. You know, when I was in my early 20s, I was known as just the town cocky jerk. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, he sells a lot of houses, but gosh, what a jerk he is. And I never was, but that was just the mm. uh, reputation I had gotten myself. But I mean, branding it worked, right? But but at the same time, I said, no, you know, I need to let people know that I actually do care. And I, I, I you know, I want to pay my community back for, by helping me so much and help others. And, you know, so I got deep involved in the community events and whatnot. And that's, that's really important because having nonprofits and other businesses promote you is much better than you promoting yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think the, the, the word they use today is called cause marketing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Do good by doing well. Um, Absolutely. All right. So you've got agents obviously on your team and you're building these, these brokerages out. Um, when you're, let, let, let's put the, you're in the training chair, you've got new agents coming in. Um, they can't do everything all at once. Right. So right. take me through, how would you direct a new agent today to start to build their brand and become right top of mind in the local community? Right. Uh, the, the two most important, well, I guess there's three things. Um, direct mail is a huge, um, uh, part of my success. Um, the second thing, uh, I guess it would be even with number one is social media. Social media has launched me ridiculously farther than I ever thought I'd got. And then the community involvement, you know, those three things I think the agents really need to focus on. Um, you know, we have a whole separate class on geographical farming and whatnot, but it all comes down to branding at the same time. So it's really important to, you know, spend your money where, where it makes sense. And, you know, social media is so inexpensive to blast the holy moly out of your name. Um, So it's a, it's a good, good way to get people to know your name right away. And so, yeah, questions about that. So let's just say, all right, I got direct mail and social media on the table. You know, some people, right. uh, They, they, would argue, hey, direct mail's dead or whatever is too expensive. I know that's not the case. I know you do too. Um, and we can talk about that. So let's just say as an, as an agent, I'm going to go with social media. Um, okay. What are the types of things they should be doing on social? Is, should they just be like, you know, pitching their listings all day long? Hey, new listing, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's, so I look at social media the same way I do if I was going into a charity event. You know, people need to know, like, and trust you, right? Mm-hmm. So on social media, I work my personal Facebook myself and I'm a kind of Facebook guy. I do a little bit of Instagram, a little bit of LinkedIn, but I love Facebook because I'm a social guy. Mm-hmm. So I I want to follow those things. So how are they going to get to know me? You know, I blast out there to the public, my hopes, my dreams, my aspirations, my family, my dogs, my wife, all that stuff. So they get to know the guy a little bit, you know, and then I want him to like me. So I have all the other nonprofits promote me and I promote some of the stuff we do. We hold a lot of events, we sponsor events. More importantly, I help drive people to those events to make them more successful for the nonprofits. 
And uh, so then people are like, hey, he's done some good for the community. So now they're going to start to like me and then trust. The only way for a potential client to truly trust you in the real estate business is to see that you're actually doing something. So that's when you post your listings. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, proper promoting your listings is off of your business page, sharing it to your personal page. so they can see both aspects of you but mm. so the no like and trust and then my it's called mike's rule of four and then the fourth thing is never 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 anything negative you know uh, negative i would consider sex religion politics all that stuff is negative on social media so you know nobody cares if you're sick and have the flu you know i call it viral diarrhea or <laughs> you know it's just it um it doesn't make sense to um to blast anything <laughs> like that so so that's how I do my social media for my personal. And then on the business page, we do a lot of blogging, a lot of, um, and all the stuff we're doing now is ads. You know, we're trying to get a registration form filled out and create big lists for our CRMs. But um, the the Team Bjorkman business page is, you know, thousands of dollars a month is spent there. Mm-hmm. And literally we'll have, 500 to a million views on our page per month and that's where you get the real branding because people are just like oh my god he's just everywhere mm-hmm. and you know i don't even really do any any you know bus benches and right. grocery stores you know that kind of stuff i stopped you know 20 years ago and i found out how much it didn't work um so that's the kind of stuff that i do on social media that really stands out in people's minds when you started do you did you do door knocking Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was 18 years old and I didn't know anybody. And all the people that I did know knew me as the loser partier guy, so nobody <laughs> would trust me. So I had to go out and find clients on my own. And I door knocked and did open houses um, all day, every day. That was my thing. I mean, anything that you can consider the basics for sale by owners, expireds, open houses, door knocking, cold calling. I mastered the Jesus out of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I did it all day every day and that was my that was my job and uh eventually it worked. You know, like any hard work will do it eventually it'll work. Right. Uh, it's a numbers game you've heard that a million times and it's true. So yeah. that's how I started by very traditional marketing uh, or prospecting, but then I, when I was lucky enough to get something, I would try to copy or come up with ideas ideas to market it much better than the other agents did to stick in their minds. So do you have any niches that you focus on in terms of your direct mail or whatnot, like, you know, expireds? I don't. I, I have one direct mail piece that goes out every month right now, and it's a uh, it's a farm. It's a luxury farm mm-hmm. in my zip code that I live in. It's about a thousand residences, and I typically list one a month from there, and they're all over a million bucks. Um, so I have a, a luxury um, mail farm. Yeah. I don't, I don't do anything but mail to them. So I mail just listeds and solds and market updates every 30 days. And that's enough for me to, um, you know, make a heck of a lot of money and yeah. do it really super easily. So obviously from that comes the phone calls and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, people, people start, you know, consistency is the key, obviously with mailing after right. the third or fourth mailing, I blasted. Here's how it happened. I had a bet from one of my coaching clients. He was asking me about luxury and I said, yeah, I know something about luxury. And he goes, well, he doesn't, you know, he's stalking me. He goes, it doesn't look like you have a lot of luxury. And I said, well, I can tell you how to do it. And i we made a bet. And within 90 days, I had three listings over a million dollars. So, hmm. and then I just said, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just keep it going. Right? Right. So we just do some unique mailers and that's really it. And uh, when we do get those, then we blast the heck out of them on social media in that zip code. So they're getting a mailing, they're seeing me in their feeds. 
Um, so I'm kind of known as the luxury guy in my farm. Yeah. And does the mailers direct people to any, you know, destination pages on online Facebook or landing pages? Yeah, we, we try to, we always have a USP and a call to action and we drive them to the website and on our websites we have, we have, we use several different websites. So we're using curator website right now. We're using commissions Inc website right now. And then a, a traditional website right now. So we have, we have, um, landing pages up the wazoo and we're always advertising them in different ways. Yep. Um, but uh, for these people, I think the unique selling propositions are working really well. I'll sell your home in 90 days or it's free. That's always worked for me for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, easy exit listing agreement. Oh, yeah. uh, we, always have, we always have fall, winter specials, spring specials, you know, where they'll get free home staging, free seller's home warranty, free whatever I feel like doing that month. And we package them up to where they're, you know, a couple thousand dollars worth of value for them. Doesn't really come out of my pocket very much, but the perceived value for the potential clients is pushes them over the edge to uh, actually give us a call and say, you know, not only do you run the show in our neighborhood, but now you're adding some more value. We come talk to us about selling. So that's working really well right now. Um, your curator site, is that uh, Santa Clarita real estate.com? No, that's just kind of our normal generic site. Santa Clarita for sale is our curator site right now that we're using. Okay. How's that working? It's really, it's a, it's an amazing platform. I love Facebook and it's built around Facebook, but my team is fed primarily off of commissions Inc right now. Uh, we have a couple thousand dollar a month ad spend there and we're producing a hundred to 150 leads and they're being divided up between six agents right now. And they're, you know, they're selling two, three a month each off that when they're working hard. Sure. Wow. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So you've got a lot of going on in your business and you, uh, like you said, you're essentially the rainmaker now and you're not, you're branding the team and the, and the brokerage is more so to build out that whole team so you can go fishing right (laughs) yeah i'm pretty much out of production honestly Mm -hmm. um i have a a business partner that i brought on her name's tammy she she goes with me to most of the listings and then i wash my hands of it when i leave and um, she takes over from there so i'll go on a couple listing appointments a week but for the most part i'm in meetings running the companies or um you know coaching agents that kind of thing okay all right so let's transition for the loan officers listening here today um you know uh as you know the, a lot of loan officers get taught to hunt hunt elephants as they're called right big yeah t- absolutely it's smart yeah right use your time efficiently efficiently and i'm sure you've had your fair share of los over your years especially as you grew and got big um probably got some funny stories there um yeah. But but in terms of right, so we're talking branding and all that stuff, and now you've got this this long right this history of the in the business, and um, you've obviously know what it takes to establish a brand and you know all that stuff. Um, any advice suggestions you have for the loan officers today that are scratching their heads, going, how do I get in front of the right realtors, and how do I get right noticed? How do I get them to give me the time of day? You know all that usual stuff. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like when we first started talking, I t- told you I actually have coached lenders in the mm-hmm. past because they're just like, you know, I'm so open and honest with them. I'm like, I see what you're doing. Let me just be upfront with you. The way you came about that, you were a total dork. You know, don't do that. <laughs> don't say stupid things like that. And uh, so I'll talk to them, and then it comes down to you know we we'll start laughing a little bit, and uh, you know, and then I'll tell them that, why it was stupid or what what I how I work, and mm. it's kind of funny. I've, I, you know, I haven't had a lot of LOs in my history. I've had maybe three or four in the last 25 years that really uh, stood by my side. Mm-hmm. Uh, we built an unbelievable relationship, those types of things. Uh, lenders call me all day, every day. Yeah. 
And it's I've had the same spiel. I, I forget who taught me the spiel, but it's the same thing since uh, you know I was 19 years old. The lenders come to me and they they start talking about how great they are, and I go, awesome. Here's the way I work, Joe. If you bring me one buyer or seller that closes escrow, I'll give you two back, and that's how we're going to start our relationship. Mm. And they all go away except for one or two, you know. Um, and those mm. those particular lenders get a really good shot with me because uh, I I keep my word and I'll pay them back. And you know if they do a good job. Perfect. Yep. Um, you know, in the beginning, there was my first lender. He came to me at an open house mm-hmm. and, you know, I was bored and we legit sat there for hours and prequaled people and we, we bonded and had a good relationship. Uh, and the other lenders are just um, ones that I was referred by other top agents. I said, well, if that top agent's going to use them, then I'm going to use them. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, you know, I know the LOs are cringing when they hear that, like, oh, no. But that's <laughs> that's really where we get, you know, referrals are so important to us. Yeah. Um, but there's there's been plenty of lenders that I've used that have just been really cool guys that worked hard and um, brought some sort of value to my team or myself. And, you know, they they weren't cheesy. I don't like giving my clients cheesy people. Yeah. So, well, what's your setup right now? Do you have an in-house lender? Uh, we do have a partnership with the lender. Yeah. In-house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have about, I think eight or nine LOs at their company and we call them smart partners, you know, home smart and they come to the meetings and they uh, participate and they give classes and they do a lot of co-marketing with some of our agents and myself included. Mm -hmm. And we just created a really good relationship and we distribute um, leads based on personality style and certain leads have to go to certain LOs of my choice because of either co-marketing or, you know, I have my favorite FHA lender. I have my favorite VA lender. I have my favorite lender that co-markets with Commissions, Inc. with me. I have my favorite lender that um, can pull anything off in the world, you know. Uh, and, and I choose a lot of them based off personality. You know, I, I, I study personality well and I'll say, oh, this person would never like this person. So I have to give them this person and hmm. go back from them. Oh, but uh, you know the 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 best part is is somebody who really truly cares, and they're just upfront and honest with me, and say, "Look, I need to prove to you that I am the best. How can I do that? How can we work together? How can I have a shot? Um, you know what what kind of." getting on my hands and knees, getting dirty with you, can I do? And I've always appreciated that because, you know, got to remember real estate agents go, dude, these lenders call me and they ask for business and they do nothing to earn it or deserve it. And the lenders say, no, I work so hard to be good at what I do, but the agents don't see that. All they see is you, you look like a homeless person coming begging for money, you know? So the agents, they have to see value before they, before they will do it. They just go, why, why do I have to knock on a hundred doors a day and give you freebies? You know? And that's, that's the reality. And that's what they all say to me. Even my brand new agents come up with that on their own. They're like, wow, why, why would I give them this business? You know? So that's, that's where it starts, man. But that's a good point. You you know, I'm sure you want to go into what specifically um, do I like to see from lenders and sure, let's do it, man. I mean, I've got, yeah, you go ahead and then I'll probably put an end cap on it. Go ahead. I really like when, when agents or LOs bring value as far as business, like, um, you know, there's a lot of home search apps and all that stuff out, um, you know, back in the day and still to this day, there's 800 numbers. Um, They do, they help out with marketing flyers, things like that. Um, you know, help, help with open houses and putting up signs and, you know, and being part of that because I have mostly women on my team and I don't allow them to do open houses. So, 
you know, once in a while they'll ask the lenders to do it with them, and they if they say yes, that's really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that because it gives my agents a chance to learn about different loan programs and whatnot. You know, and some of the top producing lenders out there listening are just like, oh God, I'd rather <laughs> stick something hot in my eye. Um, but you know, there's always that co-market. There's always things that that help with business. You know, anybody can bring you a Nordstrom's gift card. You know, yeah. and I probably have twenty of those in a drawer somewhere that I, I don't. Have, you know, right. but there's but there's but there's real value when you add business help. Hmm. How about how about the uh, you know bringing you business ideas? Because uh, I know you talk about co-marketing, and that's obviously an obvious one. Um, but what I usually teach loan officers about is. You know the problem with whale agents like yourself is you're not you're not part of the conversation, right? You're not in their their peripheral, not on their radar. So how do you get there? Well, you've got to, like you said, God forbid, don't call up and go, "Hey, I got great rates and great service." It's like, yeah, duh, I hope so, right? Right. <laughs> and that's table stakes. So you know, it's like, how can I get in front of these top producers? Well, um, how about building a local platform, kind of like you did with branding? Let's bring it back to branding. Brand yourself as that loan officer who's providing value to the realtor community. You mentioned classes earlier, so I'm talking about way beyond financing 101. I'm talking about business building classes, right? Talk about the latest apps for real estate. Talk about how to, you know, get smart with social media and all that kind of jazz. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. And there's a, there's a couple of LOs in my area that are really good at that. Mm-hmm. They go to all the real estate agent seminars, they go to all their seminars, and they do have this handful, this arsenal, if you will, of tools for the agents. So if they get a hold of a, an agent that isn't quite up to par with social media, they'll help them with that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of top, top agents that have no idea what they're doing with social media and they could really help their business or streamline their business or take a lot of headache out of their business. Um, but yeah, business ideas, business planning. Uh, I can think of one particular guy that works in our town. He likes to meet with you and go over different things and talk about buying rental property and how to do that and what kind of you know interesting loan programs there are for that building wealth, basically. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's there's everybody's got their niche, but I, I absolutely love that idea. Help the agents with their business. That's what they need. Real estate sucks when mm-hmm. it comes to getting new business. It's not easy. So the more help the agents can get, the better especially when uh, they participate in uh, lead management. Yeah. Oh, I see. So, yeah, having the lender take some of the lead flow and qualify them. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, especially if you're going to financially participate. Right. Might as well have the LOs, you know, on. Hey, let's be honest. Most agents drop the ball with follow-up, right. Right? right? And if you could have a good LO that doesn't do that, then they could probably nurture the relationships better than the agents. And how nice is it for the LO to be in control of the lead flow? I mean, <laughs> my God, that's everybody's dream in your industry, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, you- I, I literally know people that that the agents kiss their butts because they're giving them so many leads or nurturing their leads for them. It's kind of a cool flip around. Do you have any examples of you know that exact situation where you know you're using some type of lead gen thing and the LOs are? Handling the flow for you? Yeah, we have we have our LOs that actually participate with our CRMs, and uh, we assign them to their their certain. I guess they would they're almost like an ISA, and yeah. they're the ones that call and follow up and say, "Hey, you know what? I know you on Mike Bjorkman's website the other day, searching around. You know, I wanted to make sure you're comfortable with you know your price range. Is there any cut type of loan programs I can talk to you about to maybe increase your purchase power? And you know, and they do a really good job at you know getting these leads, and then they'll just reassign it back to us and say, "Hey." Mr. Smith is hot. Call him now. They're ready to buy. I pre-called him to 500. Get him in the car. You know, and that's kind of a neat experience to have too. So yeah, a couple questions there. I like that idea. Um, two things popped in my mind. In my mind, one: How does the lender? Obviously, you've got to have a trusted relationship first, right? Before yep, you're willing to absolutely. do absolutely. Um, do you do you think 
that there's some agents that wouldn't be comfortable with that or just a trust issue just handle that? Well, the, hopefully that relationship's to a point where you have that sort of trust, but I'm sure it goes both ways. In the beginning, I might have felt a little funny about it too, but when you literally have thousands of leads and your whole team is busy and they're just falling through the cracks, it's nice to have the help. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a, you know, a third-party endorser, um, and they're actually doing what people need. I mean, if uh, I almost think it should be the law that they should go to the lender and the lender should refer the business out to the agents because I'd like to have them all pre-qualified. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, I, I have a totally different attitude compared to most agents. I want them coming from my lender. You know, I'll co-market with my lender. You bring in the pre-qualified leads and I'll pay for them. Any, any advice you have for, I know, and I don't know if you've done this, but, you know, some agents, and this tells you a little bit about the type of agents, perhaps, um, you know, where they, they do the three card thing, you know, where it's like, uh, yeah, here's three lenders, call, call each one of them, see which one you like. How do lenders never, overcome that? I've never done that. Mm -hmm. um, there, there might be some local city, state laws that say you must do that. Um, but I, I've never had a three at a time that I really trusted or, or I thought their personality would fit all of them. Mm. Uh, I don't, is that even a thing? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've heard it. <laughs> that usually comes from, I hate to say it, but that's a, a, a to me kind of a weak agent, right? Because I, I believe or very new or yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I want, I want my lender in control of my right. buyer at all times. I don't think I could really think of three of the cards that I would even get about at one time. But mm -hmm. if they do, I would just say, you know, um, oh, I don't even know what I'd say. I mean, <laughs> don't worry about it. Have their scripts, you know, and say, hey, if you're going to pass out three, why don't you nudge them my way? Yeah. You know, obviously I'm going to take better care of them. But if they have to do that, they have to do that. I don't know. I, well, maybe so. But you got to, you know, prove yourself that you're going to be the, the the best choice for them in all areas. And it's like, look, I want to earn the primary spot on your team, right? So can we kind of, you know, um, move away from this three card thing? Because I've proven myself, right? I haven't failed you yet. Yet at the whole nine yards. And it's like, look, I, you know. Yeah, no, sorry. I was so blindsided. I don't even know. I didn't. I, know well, I, that's me. I blindside you every 10 minutes, man. <laughs> that's crazy. But here's what I do like. I have tons of leads that come in. They're pre-qualified. You know, one of our specialties is um, snagging, I guess you could say, buyers from other agents because the agents aren't doing their job. They're not doing anything to find property. They're not doing anything to communicate. And once the once the potential buyers come to us and they go, wow, you guys work a lot differently. Now these people are already pre-qualified with lenders. Sometimes they're online. Sometimes they're out of the area. Sometimes or friends and relatives. And I always just say, look, I can appreciate the fact you're with Joe from, you know, so-and-so. Here's the deal. If you want to compete in our market, you need to be with a top trusted LO. There's nothing better than a second opinion. You never know what could happen to your first one. You never know, you know, what happens. So you have to have two different opinions at all times. You can go with whoever you want, but I am going to insist you at least get to know my lender. So if we need plan B, we have it. And then my lenders are good enough to flip them every single time. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's the only thing that, that kind of compares to what you're talking about. I, yeah, it does. Know, I, I just, I refuse to deal with an online lender. I refuse to deal mm -hmm. with a lender. I don't know. Um, they have to have to be part of my team. That's just the way it is. So that reminds me of, uh, back in the day, um, working with Walter Sanford, you know who he is? Oh yeah. I know him well. Yeah. 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 So Walter used to have this thing in his listings. He had this clause in there that required, uh, any buyer offers to be pre-approved through his lender for the, yeah, we do the same thing. We call it double app or cross qualify. If you look in the MLS under any of my listings, it says buyer to be uh, pre-qualified with blank mortgage yeah. and, 
has their num and number and you know and then they call up and sometimes i'll say look i get it you're a good lender i know your name i know you've been in the business a long time at least get my guy a copy package and you know half the time he gets flipped into that lender anyway so um yeah we have that because it just recently we had one fall through the cracks one of my newer team agents didn't cross qual and we fell out of escrow three weeks into it i couldn't the one and only time we didn't do it it happened mm. so you know i just sat in my staff meeting i said look you guys if you're going to be on my team you have to do this period and and my lenders appreciative because they usually are able to flip them they you know even if it's not better rate in terms they better personalities better salesmanship and you know they they bond better they're just good people people persons how much pushback do you get from the buyer's agent on that though just you know say hey you're you're crazy man well I, I get some, I won't lie, um, but I just say, look, this is this is the way it is. You mm-hmm. give them a copy. It's your package. listing. Yeah, you give them a copy package that makes sense. I say it's my company policy. I've already proven or I've already gotten permission from the owner to do this. The owner wow. understands the importance of this, and it's their house, so this is what's going to happen. And they can call me a jerk all they want. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But there is a lot of good LOs in my town, and I say, look, Joe, I trust you, man. You're a great guy. I don't know if anything fell through the cracks. I don't know if you had your assistant do this. Give a copy package to my lender. I promise they don't have to talk to him unless it doesn't make sense. You know, and I'll go that route. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, you know, there's there's a very few times where I get major pushback. I've never had somebody say, fine, I'm going to go sell my different house if that's. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And I think that the last point on that is, is you know, there, there's obviously the benefit that a loan officer did for that. But you as the agent, what you're really getting out of that is 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 ironclad uh, control on that listing. Because as you said, the worst thing in the world is have something fall out in the 11th hour. And, you know, that's what you're trying to prevent. And you'd be surprised how many times my lender calls me and says, dude, I wouldn't do that deal. Mm-hmm. I could do it, but I don't know if they could do it. Yeah, right. You know, and that's where they're they're throwing it against the wall, hoping it sticks. And that's when I go, nope, I want a full double app now. Right, right. So I've saved a lot of deals from going through and the agents just have to be strong, you know, and the the LOs when they're working with your with their agents, they have to be strong and describe to them in detail why it's so important that they do this, you know, and get a couple extra deals a year out of it. and, And it's win win for everybody. Well, I think this all, you know, this whole conversation just stemmed out of my question about the three card approach. And, um, you know, for those loan officers listening, you know, it's a conversation that if you've got a good enough relationship with a realtor, I think you should have uh, and you position it for the benefit to them more so than you, which is, you know, you know, God forbid, Mr. and Mrs. Agent, you know how how bad it sucks to have deals fall out the 11th hour. I want to help minimize that as much as possible. So how about this for an idea, right? How about we write a clause into the listing agreement that any buyer offers, blah, 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 like like you just heard uh, Mike say. So see if they go for it. Another amazing opportunity for an LO, which is my favorite, is most of the buyer's agents, actually most of the agents out there, they don't have a good listing presentation and they don't have a good buyer's presentation. They're all over the internet. You can get them anywhere. But if that lender customizes that buyer's presentation or maybe they do it as a team together and give a editable PowerPoint or something, in that pre-made PowerPoint is um the benefits of cross calling or the benefits of getting a second idea working with a Hmm. local trusted lender and they can hand that to them on a personalized thumb drive and say here i've gone through the time and Mm -hmm. uh you know to make you these presentations how about we have lunch you know in the next couple days and i'll help you customize this to you and your team and then i'll show you how to present it so you can win more out on the battlefield you know 
that type of stuff. And that's, those are the types of things that I like when lenders do, you know, they, yeah. they help us with all kinds of things. Like I have a lender right now that he emails me PDFs of, um, you know, free reports for loans, things that I can use for direct response marketing, yep. you know, the, the truth about seconds, what's the difference between an equity line in a second, or, you know, is FHA really that good of a deal, you know, really neat mm -hmm. things. And they, and they email them and I'm allowed to use them. I'm allowed to brand them to myself. And I'm like, geez, you know, if I went online and tried to buy those or gather those, it'd be huge pain. Or just so the those, fact that you, you know, the time it would take for you to find those, forget it. Right. You don't have time Yeah, no, I really appreciate that's kind of stuff you know there's there's all kinds of things that the los can do for the agents that really help their business um you know especially the crms and showing them how to work a crm i don't know why i think you have to have some sort of analytical side to you to be an lo i guess yes. that's just part of the business mm -hmm. so naturally lenders are really good with crms and being um really accurate with them and if they could sit down side by side and maybe provide a crm to the agents and help them with it and show them what to do uh, i think all those types of things are value-added benefits to the uh, agent i think the lenders could really win with things like that too well you know why most uh, loan officers are more analytical you know the disc profile right mm -hmm. it's because oh, yeah. most of them come out higher on the sc there than the di by far and realtors are the opposite yeah, and that's why they suck so bad at <laughs> selling to agents. They come up looking like dorks because they don't know how to be, you know, they don't know how to be a high. Have a eye. personality, yeah. Yeah, and that, and that's, <laughs> but so when you find that rare one that's in the middle, it's really hard. And those are the usually the top ones that are. When you're talking distos, we call them chameleons. They're they they have enough D in them to drive. They have enough I in them to sell, and they have enough S and C to get the loan done right and be consistent and accountable. It's a yeah. it's a really it's a really hard thing to find with lenders and you know when i grab a couple of those i, I really appreciate it no doubt. you know we were talking about branding on this call and mm -hmm. and i just thought of one of the one of the old ellos that i used probably for 10 years he was um it was a husband and wife team and they were amazing with branding themselves um to where a lot of the times when we would pick up buyers, they branded themselves so well, like a real estate agent in the community, that they had already come to me pre-approved or pre-qualified from these people. And uh, I remember all those little things. Not only did they really brand themselves well in the community, but they also did it with helping the agents. And and I look back now and I go, man, they had the market cornered. They they got to the buyers before me, mm. and then they also helped me. So it never used to bug me to to work with them because they were really good too. Um, That's but, awesome. <laughs> yeah, they they branded themselves like real estate. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, 15 years later, they actually did get into the real estate field and did pretty well. Huh. Um, so you know, they, you could almost not tell the difference if you weren't paying attention if they were a lender or a realtor because they advertised in the same magazines, they advertised on TV, they were still big in the community, um, and it was interesting to watch. Well, yeah, that's a great point. Thanks for bringing that up because I, I think you know um, what's well, I'm getting a sense of what they probably did is around this you know content marketing with branding, like you referenced some of those shareable documents and resources online, social, right, all, everything about right. Uh, what to look out for with FHA or even doing stuff like, you know, uh, 10 tips to sell your home for top dollar. There's no reason why a loan officer couldn't do all that stuff too. No, absolutely. Build their own database. Absolutely. They had a huge database and worked it well. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, I know we're just about out of time. I was curious, you know, because you mentioned you, you coach agents and, and lenders as well. Who do you look to in this industry, or whether it's in or out of real estate, right? Who's like a, do you have a, a coach or somebody that you kind of, you know, like, 
whether it's the, the fairies of the world or whoever. Right. Well, I I know them all personally. Yeah. Like you said, Walter Sanford. I mean, every single coach out there or trainer, I know them all. Um, probably the very best in the industry right now is Club Wealth. Uh, Michael Hellickson owns Club Wealth Coaching, and he's got an amazing group of coaches. And the content and the way that the industry um, specifics are flowing through that system, that is by far the best out there. Mm. Um, I love Club Wealth so much. I'm a, I'm a contributor to their coaching. I do their Club Wealth TV every Wednesday at 9 o'clock Pacific time. Mm. Uh, I, do, I do a lot with them. So that would be my number one. But I, I have a lot of heroes out there, and I love them all. And I've been to everything and everybody, and I just take little bits and pieces from each and every one. Right. But if you wanted to nail me down, that would be for sure club ball for now. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to make sure I look at uh, Michael. It's, uh, you and I talked about him the other day. Got to say hi to him. Um, cool. Well, for those listening, I want to learn more about you, find out, or check you out online. What's a couple of places you want to direct them to? Um, at Mike Bjorkman. That's the easiest way. Just Google, uh, mm-hmm. Google my name, B-J-O-R-K-M-A-N. Um, you know, follow my Facebook would probably be a really good indicator of what I do, um, throughout the day. That's the best way. And anybody could always call my cell phone. It's published on every single website. It's, you know, it's not a big deal. And if you have a pen, it's 661 212-8075, I'm a huge texter. Um, I'm, I love yes or no or quick, you know, one or two answer things. And, you know, I do it hundreds of times a day with my agents. So a couple more, do not bother me. I love to help people. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate your generosity. And this was a, this was a great call. I learned a lot. So for you listeners, uh, get branding on yourself. you got some great insights today on how to approach top agents, how to position yourself as a value-added partner instead of just a loan officer, making that squeaky noise about give me a deal. Please don't do that anymore. After listening to today's call, check out some of uh, Mike's resources. And uh, I appreciate you being here, Mike. Thank you so much. I sure appreciate you guys and have a good one. You bet. Uh, listeners, once again, I uh, hope you liked today's episode. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. iTunes or Stitcher. And uh, I appreciate you as well. So thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. This is your host, Jeff Zimfer. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done-for-you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done-for-you proven marketing materials and -and plug-and-play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. 
And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call, we'll have a chat, we'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.